Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Faith in Action. We are so thankful for everyone who has listened to our first episode, and the reception has been amazing. We are truly thankful for all of you. And we have a website now that is just for the podcast. It has all our episodes there, and it also has locations of where you can listen to our podcast. We are slowly getting on all of the major platforms. We are already on platforms such as Apple and uh, Spotify and many others. If you go to FIAPodcast.org, you will see where all we are listed and you can find us and subscribe or follow us on your favorite podcast platform. So we're indeed thankful for that. And I would like to say, if you could... If you like what you are hearing and enjoy this podcast, please share with your friends, regardless whether it's through social media or through word of mouth. We really would love for you to share and let people know what we are doing here with the Faith in Action podcast. Last week, we talked about some practical things as far as when it comes to studying God's word, and we're going to continue to talk about that. I didn't want to give a trillion tips in one episode, so we're going to be discussing various tips in a number of episodes because I believe it's better to focus on a few things and to help reach goals within some of the goals that we mentioned, perhaps even taking these goals on a weekly basis instead of just giving 20 tips to give and then don't remember half of them. So I wanted to break these down into two to three tips per episode. We discussed two last week, and we're going to discuss three more today when it comes to studying God's word and what are some practical things we can do in order to help us accomplish that goal of studying God's word and fulfilled, being fulfilled in God's word and letting it set into our lives and letting just God's word in helping us understand what his plan is and what God has done for his people in the past and what he will do for us in the future. So first tip we're going to discuss today, and this one is a very important one that I love, and it's one that I really have not took advantage of until the past few years, because being a person who has preached for a number of years, it kind of had this mindset of, this is how I need to study, and this is how I need to delve into God's Word, and not realizing that there are these amazing tools I should have been using more often. Um, the first tip we're going to talk about is using a reading plan or devotional guide to provide structure and, and direction for your Bible reading. And I want to re-emphasize that again. Use a reading plan or devotional guide to provide structure and direction for your Bible reading. There are many apps and websites that offer various reading plans to choose from. I strongly encourage you, if you have a smartphone, which if you are listening to this podcast, there's a pretty high chance that you have a smartphone or some type of device, regardless whether it's a tablet or a laptop or a smart TV that can access um, any type of biblical content or a Bible app. Um, For instance, probably one of the most famous ones and most popular ones is one that I use a lot is from YouVersion, 
and their Bible app, which is one of the most popular ones to use. And one thing I love about this app is that not only do you have the ability to go on this app and read the Bible, but there are so many Bible plans that you can read and utilize and so many resources that can help you guide you through certain aspects of scripture. And pretty much they have reading plans and study plans for pretty much any topic you can think of. They can help you with. And that's one of the things I love about it is that you get these Bible plans and you get people who have some type of expertise in the knowledge of these particular Bible topics that you're wanting to just to look at and study, and you get a tailored guide that will help you through that. And I love with a lot of these Bible plans is that you can go and do the whole plan in one day, but it is strongly encouraged to follow the set amount of scriptures and devotional thoughts a day at a time. And if you're one that does better with reading and doing the whole thing at one time, I'm not discouraging you from doing that. However, I do think it's important to take in a little at a time so you can focus a little at a time of what the reading plan or the devotional guide is trying to get to you. Now, understandable, devotional plans are created by man. So there are going to be times that you might read something that seems a little off and might think to yourself, hold on. I'm not sure if I completely agree with this person on this particular topic or not. And you're going to run into that. And you're going to run into that regardless where you get devotional material from, What, no matter what books you get. There are chances you're going to run into um, ideas that is going to conflict with yours. But for the most part, a lot of the topics discussed are things that are usually not going to conflict with what you read in Scripture. And this is not to put any particular person or people on a pedestal, but from my personal experience, reading a lot of these devotionals and these reading plans have been pretty amazing. And not only just with the devotional guides and these study plans, but reading plans are pretty good too. I know a lot of people participate in the reading plans of reading your Bible through the whole year or reading the whole Bible in a year and reading so many chapters per day. And for some of you, that might be a little daunting. So you don't have to find one that's read your Bible through the whole year. Perhaps you can find one that um, is a little more tailored to what you're needing or what you're wanting to study. Perhaps you're wanting more study on apologetics and the Genesis account and wanting to understand a little more like how exactly did God do everything he said in Genesis 1 through three, and some better understanding of this, especially if you're someone who might be questioning the Genesis account and questioning whether or not this is true or not. And you can have additional help in helping you understand what exactly is being said there and helping to understand the logistics and the logic that is found in Genesis one through three, despite the amount of people and the amount of organizations that try to say that Genesis 1 through 3, and matter of fact, Genesis 1 through 11, did not happen the way it did. And there are many great guides that will help you see that it not only happened the way it did, but giving you encouragement and looking at sometimes evidences to help you understand where and the how of everything God has done. So 
I encourage you to use apps such as the YouVersion's Bible app. If you're one who's looking for a little more in-depth study than what YouVersion offers, there are apps such as, uh, now the apps I'm going to mention, they do cost money. And depending on what your goal is with Bible study, if you are one who's looking to delve really deep because you're planning to teach um, a Bible study for a long period of time or go into preaching, then strongly encourage you to get apps such as Logos and also Accordance. I believe it's called Accordance. It's been a long time and I don't use Accordance, but I believe it's called Accordance. Um, These are plans that cost a significant amount of money. And so I'm just going to be upfront with you. They are expensive. They do have beginning packages that start off pretty low. But even the beginning packages, despite them still costing a decent amount of money, they come with plenty of material. Matter of fact, the plan that I have with Logos right now, um, the material I have is so vast that I have not even accessed 25% of the material on Logos, on Logos rather. And, but the thing I love about Logos though, is that once you pay for the material, it's yours to use, you know, you don't have to pay on a recurring basis and all of that. And so I'm not trying to sell Logos in accordance to you, but I'm just saying that there are a number of resources such as that. And a lot of free resources, not just, um, the Bible from you version, but I believe going to check real quick. Yeah, Olive Tree. I was thinking it was not called Olive Tree. I wanted to say Olive Branch, but no, Olive Tree Bible Software is another good resource to use. And there's a lot of good resources that will help you find a reading plan, a devotional guide, and even Logos in Accordance. Even if you don't use the material on there, they also have guides and devotional guides for you to use. Um, Next tip we're going to talk about When reading and studying God's word, journal or take notes while you read to help you maintain focus and engage with the text. This can also aid in reflection and deeper understanding. And again, when you journal and take notes, it does not only just help you maintain focus, but I love the this idea that it helps you engage with the text. It helps you engage with it. It helps you apply it to your life or apply it to um, your understanding of God. I have a couple of Bibles here I have that are full of notes, and I absolutely love taking notes in my Bible. I know some people don't. If you don't, then get a notebook dedicated to Scripture and take notes in that. I know some will have access to a journaling Bible, and these are Bibles that have extra space on each page and lines to actually for you to take notes. And it doesn't even have to be notes necessarily of what exactly you don't have to say like, well, Peter is trying to say this in this verse. It could simply be something saying like this verse helped me get through this difficult time. Or I think of this when I read this verse. You know, even with that, that helps connects you to scripture and helps you engage with the text. There are some verses that I have that remind me of that I have memories on, even though they speak a truth that may not always coincide with that memory. For instance, anytime I hear John 4, 24 um, read or 
just mentioned in any shape or form. And I know that that verse is telling us that God is a spirit and those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And this is such an important truth that is being talked about here, especially to the Samaritan woman. And it's an amazing truth. However, every time I hear that verse, do you know what my mind goes to? My mind goes to my dad. Because my dad always loved quoting that verse, especially when he did the announcements. And so my mind thinks about that, and I think, and I have that memory of my dad with John 4, 24. And, and so even though I know that truth and understand what that truth is saying, I still have a memory connected to it. And it's quite amazing when you realize just how much we have connections with the Scripture. The more you study it and the more you start to realize and use it in your daily lives. And the third tip is kind of connected to using a Bible app. Because there are some of you that might be thinking, okay, I'm hearing these tips, but I'm having trouble finding time to study. And I'm having trouble making time. And so this third tip is especially for you. If using a Bible app, read the verse of the day and reflect on it for at least 10 minutes. I'm not speaking for every Bible app. But the two main Bible apps that I use, which is the Bible app from Version and Logos, both of those have a verse of the day. And I encourage you, read the verse of the day and reflect on it for at least 10 minutes. Now, sometimes you might not understand what the verse of the day is saying, so you might have to go in and maybe read a few verses before and a few verses ahead to get some better understanding of what exactly this verse is saying. But then you got some verses that are pretty self-explanatory. But regardless, even if you have to read a little bit around to get some context or you're able to read that verse and know the context or help you get through your day, just read the verse of the day and reflect on it for 10 minutes. Pray on that verse. Think about that verse. See what that verse meant to the original reader, what that verse meant to the person that it was originally written about or written to. And just Get that in mind. It's a lot of things you can do. You can just reflect on it 10 minutes. Even if you don't know exactly what to think about, read it a couple of times within the 10 minutes. You know, maybe read it, think about the words, and then maybe think about the words for two or three minutes, read it again, do the same, read it again, and just help let it help you get it synced, uh, synced let it sink into your mind. And that's one great way to get some study of God's word in and to help build your relationship with God and with Christ and to help realize the importance of God's word. So again, if you're using a Bible app, read the verse of the day and reflect on it for at least 10 minutes. And this tip is not only for those that are having trouble with finding time and making time, but even if you make time for study throughout the day, I encourage you to still do this because it is just a help, constant reminder of how blessed we are. Because if you're like me, I can spend a lot of time on social media. And so for me, I can take that verse of the day and be like, you know what? Let me turn off everything else. Let me get away from social media and I can actually reflect on God's word, something positive, something encouraging. And even if it's a verse that is not 
what I would consider an encouraging verse. It's still God's word, something that I can reflect on and think about the circumstance to why this was written and help me to avoid the same pitfalls. So I'm still learning either way. So definitely something to keep in mind. And just to reemphasize the three tips we talked about today, use a reading plan or devotional guide to provide structure and direction for your Bible reading. Journal or take notes while you read to help maintain focus and engage with the text. And if you're using a Bible app, read the verse of the day and reflect on it for at least 10 minutes. And as we did last week, um, we will have videos posted on our social media accounts. So I encourage you to go there and look for those and just to keep an eye for those because we do provide some additional things that just kind of get some reminders and some additional tips when it comes to studying God's word. And so just keep an eye out for those and we'll try to have the link to those. I said I was going to have the link to those in the uh, in the description. I'm not sure if I did put those links in there. Um, we will have them this time around and have everything set up because we're still getting some things set up with the podcast, like, for instance, an intro. And we're going to actually have background music with this podcast. We did not have it with Broken, Transformed, Restored, but we are going to have it for this one to help kind of keep your mind concentrated while we are talking. And so we're going to have all of that. We're just still trying to figure out the right music. I know I said we was going to have that this week, but we're trying to figure out the right music and trying to get licensing figured out as well because um, in this world of podcasting, licensing and all of that is so fun to deal with. And I say that sarcastically. So um, bear with us and the way that we're going to have the intro and outro done. Um, we're doing it different than I am with the other podcast life after school. It's going to be automatically applied to all podcasts, even this one. So you're probably going to hear this and with the intro within the coming weeks and like, Oh wait, okay. That makes sense now. <laughs> so, like, so again, we are thankful for all of you for um, listening, encourage you again to share the podcast and please help us grow, and we are just thankful to God that we are able to do this podcast, and we are even more thankful to God that you all are supporting us. You all have a great rest of your day, and God bless.